the thief comes not except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have and enjoy life, life in abundance until it overflows. Discover how to live the abundant life in Christ through the ministry of Pastor Oseyao Afwakwa. Pastor Afwakwa is the founder and general overseer of Embassy of Life Chapel a thriving ministry headquartered in Kumasi with a network of churches in Kumasi and Accra, Ghana. God has commissioned him to train believers through the teaching of the good news of the kingdom to know God better, live life better, and impact the world better. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. God bless you as you listen. Wow, a very blessed morning to you. We are glad you made it to be part of Excel service. And we are trusting God that this time will be a great time of refreshing, renewal, and rest for you in the word of God. The Bible said, come unto me, all you that labor, and I heavily did, and I will give you rest. And the rest of God comes when we receive the word of God, believe it, and then we'll put it to work in our lives. And I trust that this is going to be a great time for you. This is Excel service. And our mandate is to equip and empower you for all-round excellence in every area of your lives. We'll come your way every Saturday between 7 a.m. and 7.45. Just 45 minutes of fellowship with God to charge you up and to bring the best of God out of you. We've been doing a series titled Gifted for Success for the past months now. And we want to continue. We are gradually coming to a close in this series. And I want to encourage you, if you've not watched the earlier episodes, go back Watch them because God has a message in those earlier episodes for you. God bless you. Come with me to the book of Proverbs chapter 18, verse 16. Proverbs 18, 16. The Bible says, a man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. A man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. You are not going to hang out with nobodies anymore. Your gift will shoot you to the limelight. Your gift is bringing you into prominence in the name of Jesus. Now, there are four things that we have sought to establish in this series. In some of the earlier teaching, I established the fact that there are four key things that we have to know about our gift if you are going to succeed through our gift. The core thing that we established, among many things, is the fact that all of us are gifted to succeed. God has wired you with gifts and abilities, potentials, that when you fully harness them, will bring you into unlimited success. And so we said that there are four things you must do if you must succeed through your gift. Number one, we said you must recognize your gift, you must refine your gift, you must release your gift, and then you'll be rewarded for your gift, which uh, in many contexts can be seen as success. Success is when you are rewarded for your gift. So we've been reading from the book of Matthew chapter 25, the parable of the talent, and then the book of Proverbs 18, 16. Let's go back to Matthew 25, verse 14. For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one to each according to his own ability, and immediately he went on a journey. 
Then he who had received five talents went and traded with it and made another five talents. Come with me to verse 19. So he gives you an account of what each of them did with their talent. The one with five talents went and traded with it. The one with two went and traded with it. And then we are told the one with one talent went and buried the talent. I do hope you've not buried your talent. And if you buried your talent, this series is a wake-up call to tell you, go back, find out, dig the ground where you buried it, pick it up. Because in your talent lies your treasure. In your talent lies your treasure. The Bible says there is this treasure in earthen vessels. And the excellency of the power might be of God and not of man. Go back, dig it out, and pick it up. If you go back to your talent, and if you are able to recognize your gift, you are able to refine your gift, you are able to release your gift, and you get rewarded for your gift, then I will say that I have succeeded in coming your way with this series. Come with me to verse number 19. Matthew 25, verse 19 to 23. After a long time, the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. So he had received five talents, came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. He who had received two talents came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I've gained two more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. I will make you a ruler over many things. Then he says, enter into the joy of your Lord. Verse 24. Then he who had received one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. And I was afraid. And I went and I hid your talent in the ground. There, look, there you have what is yours. But his Lord answered and said to him, You wicked and lazy servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. So you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers and at my coming. I would have received my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to him who has ten talents. May you not lose your talent. May you not lose the gift of God in you. May you not lose the abilities, the unique gift and talent God has placed in you. To everyone who has, more will be given and he will have abundance. But from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away and cast the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. It's my earnest prayer that you will not become an unprofitable servant in Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. So you just saw it. In the earlier part, we established, recognized. I showed you how to recognize your gift. We looked at how we can refine our gift. And the one we just finished is releasing our gift. And we said that there are three common ways people relate with their gift. There are people who use their gift. There are people who neglect their gift. And there are people who bury their gift. And we want to encourage you to use your gift. Don't bury your gift. Don't waste your gift. But rather, deploy your gift. The Bible said, neglect not the gift of God, which is indeed which was given thee by prophecy. Don't neglect the gift. Don't bury the gift. Go ahead and use the gift. We also looked at eight contextual reasons why 
you must release your gift. That's from Matthew chapter 25, verse 14 to 30. We looked at eight contextual reasons why we need to release our gift. Then, of course, I touched on three general reasons why you must release your gift. Number one, you release it to bless others. You release it to bless yourself. And most important, you release it to honor God. I think last week and last week, we touched on 15 reasons why people bury their gifts and never release them. Today, we want to focus on rewards from our gifts. Rewards from our gifts. Rewards from our gifts. Look at Proverbs again with me. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 16. He says, A man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. A man's gift makes room for him. A man's gift. So there is something your gift can do for you. Your gift can make room for you. It can make room for you. Rooms to succeed, rooms for success, room for prosperity. Your gift can make room for you. A man's gift. Your gift can make room for you. And then your gift brings stuff into your life. A man's gift makes room for him and brings him. There are things your gift can bring you. So when you fail to use your gift, you won't get them. There are some relationships your gift will bring you. There are some access your gift will bring you. There's some money your gift can bring you. But if you don't use your gift, you don't develop, you don't recognize your gift, you don't refine your gift, you don't release your gift, there is no way the things your gift is supposed to bring to you can come to you. And that is why it's so important we appreciate the need to release our gift. I want you to appreciate that when your gift is recognized, refined, and released, it guarantees rewards. That is the key thing I want you to take home in this particular session. That when your gift is recognized, your gift is refined, your gift is released, it guarantees rewards. You can type it in the comment box. When I recognize my gift, when I refine my gift, when I release my gift, I'm guaranteed reward. That's what it's, the scripture says. It's very clear. I want us to look at two examples of men who recognize their gift, release their gift, and then enjoy rewards from their gift by way of introducing this particular session that has to do with our gift. Come with me to Genesis. Genesis is the book of beginning and we're starting with the man Joseph. And it came to pass that at the end of two full years, that Pharaoh had a dream, and behold, he stood by the river. Now, you know that Joseph was a young man who started his life dreaming. That could be seen as his gift because Joseph is born, and Joseph begins to grow up, and the first thing we are told, as a 17-year-old boy, he begins to dream, and he dreams, and he began to dream. And all through his life, if you look at his life, it is dream and interpretation of dream that eventually brought him into a place of prominence, into a place of global influence. It was all because that must have been his area of giftedness. So we we'll look at it. The Bible said, at the end of two years, Pharaoh had a dream. And behold, he stood by the river. Okay, let's go to verse number 8 to 10. 41. And it came to pass in the morning that his spirit was troubled, and he sent and called for all the magicians of Egypt and all its wise men. And Pharaoh told them his dreams, but there was not one who could interpret them for Pharaoh. Now, this is Joseph. Joseph had been taken, had been sold, and then he had served in Potiphar's house, 
had been sent into prison, accused falsely, all of that. I simply don't have the time. You can just spend some time in Genesis and take out that story for yourself. But these are the core aspects I need as far as this teaching is concerned. Joseph is about to have a shift in his life. He's been accused falsely. He's been in prison. And after two years of being abandoned and forgotten by someone who promised to uh, make mention of him, God sets Joseph up for elevation and see how Joseph is going to go up. It's important we appreciate the power of our gifts. If God is going to elevate you, he's going to elevate you through your gift. He's not going to do it through any other means. Joseph is about to move from obscurity into the limelight. He's about to move from obscurity into visibility. How is it going to happen? It's going to happen through his gift. So the Bible says, Pharaoh dreams, and there's nobody who can interpret the dream. May God give you an opportunity like that. That was a fine opportunity. There was something Pharaoh needed. Nobody had the answer to his need except Joseph. I pray that a person in a place of influence and authority, even in this season of harvest, God will bring you answers to someone who is in a position of influence and authority. And may the answers be found with you in the mighty name of Jesus. Look at that. Verse 9. Then the chief butler spoke to Pharaoh and said, I remember my faults this day. I pray for supernatural remembrance for you. Anybody you have been good to who has forgotten you, I pray that the spirit of God will stir them up, will wake them up and cause them to remember you for good. In this season of harvest, men will remember you for good. In the mighty name of Jesus. Verse 10, he said, When Pharaoh was angry with the servants and put me in custody in the house of the captain of the guard, both me and the chief baker, which had a dream in the night, he and I, each of us dreamed according to the interpretation of his own dream. Now there was a young Hebrew man with us there, a servant of the captain of the guard. And we told him, and he interpreted our dream for us. To each man, he interpreted according to his dream. It came to pass, just as he interpreted for us, so it happened. He restored me to my office and he hanged him. Then Pharaoh said, sent and called Joseph. I like that. Verse 13, Pharaoh sent and called Joseph. Verse 14, Pharaoh sent and called for Joseph. This month, I prophesied that men will call for you. They called for Joseph, not because he was a Hebrew. They called for Joseph, not because he had a degree. They called for Joseph because he had a gift that could meet a need. May your gift meet a need for someone today. In the name of our Lord Jesus. The Bible said, then Pharaoh sent and called for Joseph. Don't forget Proverbs 18, 16. A man's gift makes a way for him. The reason why Pharaoh called for him was not because of anything. It was because of his gift. Pharaoh called for Joseph and brought him quickly out of the dungeon. In the dungeon, in the pit you are in, I see you come out. In the name of our Lord Jesus. The Bible says, I waited patiently on the Lord. He inclined his ear unto me. He heard my cry. He brought me out of an horrible pit, out of a merry clay. In the name of our Lord Jesus, may the gift of God in you bring you out of every merry clay. In the name of our Lord Jesus, type, I believe, I manifest. The Bible says he brought him out of the dungeon. He shaved him, changed his clothing, and came to Pharaoh. And 
Pharaoh said to Joseph, I have had a dream, and there is no one who can interpret it. But I've heard it said of you that you can understand a dream to interpret it. So Joseph answered Pharaoh, say, it is not in me. God will give Pharaoh an answer of peace. May God use you, his gift in you, to bring solution to people who are troubled around you in the name of our Lord Jesus. Look at verse 33 to 36. Now therefore, let Pharaoh select a discerning and a wise man and set him over the land of Egypt. Let him do this and let him appoint officers over the land to collect one-fifth of the produce of the land of Egypt in the seven plentiful years. Let them gather all the food of those good years that are coming and store up grain under the authority of Pharaoh and let them keep them food in the cities. Then, verse 36, that food shall be as a reserve for the land for seven years of famine which shall be in the land of Egypt that the land may not perish during the famine. So this is Joseph. He interprets Pharaoh's dream, and then he gives a prescription to deal with the problem. There's a crisis. There's an impending crisis, food crisis that's about to come. God, through the revelation, through a dream to Pharaoh, he opens it up, and then the stage is set. But Joseph did not just give interpretation. He also provided solution to the problem. He diagnosed the problem, and then he brought solution. Now look at the reward that follows. Anytime our gift is deployed, rewards follow. And one of the things I seek to do in this series is to help you to come to appreciate that it's okay to receive rewards from your gift. It's okay. When you have recognized your gift, refined your gift, release your gift, when you are being rewarded for your gift, it's okay to receive it. There are many people who feel guilty when they are rewarded for their gift. There are many people who cannot even quote a price for their gift. It's okay to receive rewards for your gift. Look at what happened. 41 verse 42 to 45. Then Pharaoh took this reward. Pharaoh took a signet ring off his hand and put it on Joseph's hand. He clothed him in garment of fine raiment and put a gold chain around his neck. May you be beautifully decorated by your gift in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus. He entered Egypt as a slave boy, a man sold, but his gift made a way for him. Listen, your gift is so powerful. It is so powerful. That's why I've spent almost eight weeks or more sharing with you. I don't want to take your gift for granted. He came in as a slave boy, a man who didn't have a future, didn't know what was in stock for him. But his gift, when he worked on his gift over time, from Potiphar's house into the prison and consistently so, his gift brought him into prominence. Pharaoh decorated him with beautiful ornaments. And the Bible says, he made him ride in the second chariot which he had. Joseph, a slave boy, is a Joseph who is now riding in chariots. He's riding a very beautiful car all through his gift. May your gift bring you cars. May your gift bring you great wealth. From access to rewards, amazing rewards. Then they cried out before him, bowed the knees. So he set him over all the land of Egypt, great position. Great position, Joseph's gift brought him into a position of greatness in the land of Egypt. Look at verse 14. Pharaoh said to Joseph, I am Pharaoh, and without your consent, no man may lift up his hand or foot in all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh called Joseph's name Zaphnapania, and he gave him as a wife, Asenath, the daughter of Potiphera 
priests of honor. So Joseph went over all the land of Egypt. Amazing gifts. Time will not simply allow me to run you through the gifts. But from rank, which is a symbol of authority, from clothing to wife to influence to position of prominence. I mean, that is all coming to Joseph. Not because of a degree he acquired. Not because of any special thing. But because he recognized, he refined and released the gift of God in him. There is treasure in you awaiting to be unleashed. May you not die with that treasure in you. May you not die with that potential in you. In the name of our Lord Jesus. Now, that's Joseph. Joseph released his gift and he was richly rewarded for it. Let's quickly look at another man who released his gift and was also greatly rewarded for it. His name is David. Come with me to 1 Samuel 17, verse 20 to 27. So David rose up early in the morning. This is David. The children of Israel, the armies, were at war with the Philistines and they were arrayed before the armies of the Philistines. War was going on, and David is sent to carry food to his brothers. He goes there and look at what happens when he gets there. David rose early in the morning, left the sheep with the keeper, and took the things and went as Jesse had commanded. And he came to the camp as the army was going out to fight and shouting for battle. For Israel and the Philistines had drawn up a battle array, army against army. David left his supplies in the hand of the keeper, ran to the army, and came and greeted his brothers. Then as he talked with them, look at that. Then as he talked with them, there was a champion, the Philistine of God, Goliath by name, coming up from the armies of the Philistines. He spoke according to the same words. So David heard them. And all the men of Israel, when they saw the man, fled from him and were dreadfully afraid. So the men of Israel said, have you seen this man who has come up? Surely he has come up to defy Israel. And it shall be that the man who kills him, the king will enrich, please take note, the king will enrich him with great riches, will give him his daughter, and will give his father's house exemption from taxes in Israel. That is great rewards. Whose gift can bring him access? Whose gift can help him to access these rewards? Then David spoke to the man who stood by him, saying, What shall be done for the man who kills this Philistine and takes away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? And the people answered him in the same manner, saying, So shall it be done for the man who kills him. Reward. When your gift is released, Rewards will always come your way. Here, we see three main rewards. Number one, he says, the person is going to be enriched. Whoever will release his gift to bring down Goliath, which is the problem for the now. He's going to be enriched with great riches. Number two, he's going to be given a wife from the royal family. And then number three, his family is going to be exempted from taxes. And you and I know, the rest, they say, as they say, is history. David stood in the gap, volunteered, because he had trained himself. He had recognized his uh, fighting gift early. He had developed his fighting gift early, refined it through the bear and the lion at the backside of a desert. And then here comes a fine opportunity for him to release it before the whole nation of Israel. And when he released it, there was great reward. It's my prayer 
that you release your gift and you'll be able to receive all the harvest that it comes. Now, I wanted to appreciate that the five and two talent servants were rewarded mainly because they released their gift. If you look at the one talent man, he was reprimanded for bearing his gift and for not releasing his gift. Until your gift is released, you can never be rewarded for it. Please never forget. Until your gift is released, you can never be rewarded for it. And until your gift is recognized, it cannot be refined. And until your gift is refined, it cannot be released. And until your gift is released, it can never be rewarded for it. There are things that are not prayer point. They are in your gift. If you learn to work on your gift and release it, those prayer points will cease to be prayer points because they will bring the rewards by themselves. There are two main ways that we are going to be exploring. You have to know how to get maximum rewards from your gift. Not only must you understand that it's okay to receive rewards from your gift, but you also have to know how to get maximum rewards from your gift. And as I close, I want you to appreciate that to get maximum rewards from your gift, there are two things you need to appreciate. One, you need to know when and how to release your gift for free. Yes, you heard me. Know when and how to release your gift for free. Ah, but pastor, what are you talking about? I thought you are saying that I'm going to be rewarded for my gift. Yes, you are going to be rewarded. But there is a time where the gift has to be released for free. For free. For free. And even releasing it for free still returns you with some reward. There are some rewards that releasing, and we'll get into that. I don't want to get ahead of myself. So to get maximum rewards from your gift, two things. Number one, know when and how to release your gift for free. Number two, know when and how to release your gift for a fee. Know when and how to release your gift for free and know when and how to release your gift for a fee. The Bible says in closing, Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1, he says, to everything there's a season and a time for every purpose under the heaven. Maybe as we read for you 2 Kings chapter 5 verse 26 to 27, 2 Kings chapter 5, verse 26 to 27, the New King James Version. Many gifted people sometimes destroy themselves because they can't tell the difference. Look at this. Then he said to him, did not my heart go with you when the man turned back from a chariot to meet you? Is it time to receive money and to receive clothing, olive groves and vineyards, sheep, oxen, male and female donkeys? Therefore, the leprosy of Naaman will cling to you and your descendant forever. And he went from his presence, leprous as wide as snow. Can you imagine? Is it time to receive? So there's a time we must receive something. There's a time where we release our gift and we are receiving nothing. And there's a time where we release our gift and we are receiving something. You have to know the difference in these two seasons. If you are going to get maximum rewards from your gift, you have to know when and how to release your gift for free and know when and how to release your gift for a fee. The Lord bless you for making the time to be part of today's broadcast. And I trust that in the weeks ahead, we are going to be exploring when and how do I release my gift for free and when and how do I release my gift for a fee. We are going to be exploring that in the weeks ahead. God bless you and thank you so much for being part of our broadcast today. If you want to accept Jesus and make him your Lord and Savior, you want to say this prayer after me. Mean every word and then believe it in your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, I confess 
that you are my Lord and my Savior. I believe with my heart that you died and rose again for me. By my belief, I am justified. And by my confession, I am saved. Thank you for saving me in Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. If you pray that prayer in faith, you are a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. God bless you. We we'll look forward to having you join us again and again. We are blessed. Pastor Afuakwa has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. Share your testimonies with us on 020-422-5790 or email us at embassyoflifechapel at gmail.com. Get interactive with Pastor Afuakwa on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For more information, visit our website at www.embassyoflife.org. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our service at our headquarter church from 8.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. for our good news service. And on Wednesdays for our discovery service from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Our church auditorium is located on the top floor of Nanama Ejakuma Plaza opposite the Unity Oil Station, Santasa Runabout, Kumasi, Ghana. Alternatively, you can join us online for our services on Embassy of Life Chapel, Facebook or YouTube pages. God richly bless you. Oh, no.